Welcome to our podcast number two, where Peggy hits the road after discovering rhythm, blues, and booking. Thanks, Masha. I'm glad to be here with you on number two. <laughs> well, I'm so honored that you are doing this with me, so yeah. thank you for letting me join you with all this. Thank you for letting me join you. So, well, I how did you get started hitting the road? How did you get to Mississippi, even? Because you're not from Mississippi, are you? I'm not from Mississippi. Okay. I'm from Florida. From Florida. Born and raised in Florida and then moved to Mississippi over 40 years ago and um, was married at the time and we moved here for my husband to go to school. And uh, so here I am still and I'm absolutely glad that I am, although I do miss Florida a little bit. But yeah, I've been here for 40 years, and... Um, kind of gets in your blood. It gets in your blood, yeah, exactly. It, it gets in your blood. Yeah. So, yeah. how did you end up hitting the road in Mississippi then? Well, um, I was raising my kids and working in doctor's offices at the time, and I say offices because I worked at one a really long time and moved to another one, and it was at that point in my life, I just began to be interested in some other things because the children were off at school then at that point. So okay. um, I had time to investigate some other things. and Some time I, for Peggy. Yeah, yeah. I okay. started um, being interested in some other things, not just in working and being at home. And one day I saw a sign on Interstate 55 at a shopping area that said free guitar lessons. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. I might go do that. Well, of course, the whole plan was to get people to come in for one free one, and then you would get hooked, and you would want to do more guitar lessons or buy a guitar. I did all of that, but, oh, I just didn't even know anything about it and didn't even know how to hold it. I don't know. I was just, um, then they were going, money. Um, but everybody was so nice. I loved them. They were so affirming. But it was in that same time I saw a sign on County Line Road mm -hmm. in Jackson. And it was um, advertising the opening of the 930 Blues Cafe. The 930 Blues Cafe. And the 930 Blues Cafe used to be the best place in central Mississippi to go hear live blues. And it's not open anymore, oh. regrettably. Okay. But a lot of great acts came there. But so when I saw the sign, I said, oh, okay, well, I'm going to have to go check that out. So um, I did go check it out, and I went one weeknight, and the band was packing up. And um, I, the band leader was Bernard, and it was Bernard and the B-Cats, and they were the house band for the 930. And I said, oh, wait a second, where are you guys going? I, I came to listen to you, and he said, well, there's nobody here. And I said, well, wait a minute, I'm here. Yeah, you were there. I was there, and he goes, well, no offense, but you're just not enough for us to stay for. I'm sorry, I would have been offended. <laughs> I wasn't that offended, but I was, I was going to just keep pursuing. So I, I began talking to him, and he was then uh, commenting on his guitar, and he was telling me that he made it. And so we started up a friendship at that point, and... I told him I was taking guitar lessons. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell him how bad I was at it. And so he said, well, I, I teach guitar lessons. Did you know how to hold it by then? 
I knew how to hold it. Okay, well, and see, I was you, were, you were moving along then. getting, you know, marks on my fingertips from holding down the strings. I, I was Cal- actually... Cal- calluses? Yes. I calluses. Was getting, uh, yeah, marks, because they kind of look like guitar strings at first. But I was getting good calluses. So, okay. anyway, I began to take guitar lessons from Bernard and was green still to not know that what was attracting me to the music was basically the rhythm. Okay. And... Um, and so I told him a song that I really liked, and I told him what part I liked, and he explained to me, well, that was the, the bass pattern. Okay. So um, he began to teach me some blues riffs on the guitar, and I recorded them on the tape recorder so I could practice them when I went home. Right. And, and soon realized that probably being a guitarist or a musician was probably not my strong suit. Really? How did how did you come to that realization? Well, I came to that realization because I had no rhythm. And he, after a while, you know, decided he could be strangely honest with me. And he said, you know, you have no rhythm. And I said, I know. I know I don't have any rhythm. And then he, you know, began to say, well, you play like a white girl. And I said, duh. Hold on. I- I play very well, so I mean, this man, you're not enough for him to play. Now you play like a white girl. Right. He, he's two for two with me, okay? Yeah, he, he definitely, <laughs> he had not met you. <laughs> so, right. um, there was a weekend coming up that they weren't going to be at the 930, and I said, where are you going to be? Well, we don't have a gig. I said, well, you're not going to play? And he goes, nope, we're not going to play, and we don't have anybody to book us in other places why don't you start booking us? And I went, oh, my. Well, let's see. Um, you won't play for just me, and um, I don't have enough rhythm, so I, why should I book you? And, and one, I don't know how to book bands. Had, um, you, had you ever booked bands before? No, I never knew. How, uh-uh. I, and that's what I said to him. I don't know how to do that. He said, well, you just call up a venue. Of course, he had one in mind. You just call up a venue and tell them, ask them if they have any openings and that you've got a band who's really good, who would like to come play at their place. And so I said, well, okay, I guess I could try that. You'd been booking surgeries. Um, I had been booking surgeries. So, you know, that's kind of different. Well, you know, I, you know you calling know, up. Outline parameters on there. I didn't know what my rules were, what my parameters were, but I was, as well, I said, green. And so. Well, you figured them out. <laughs> I did place, and they they booked him, mm-hmm. and so I thought, well, wow, that was my first one, and so I, I'm not sure how soon after that that I got him another one, but the thought was, well, you know what, I may not can play, mm-hmm. and I may not be a musician, but I can help them, mm-hmm. which was kind of what I got stuck on. It's like they were so good, I wanted them to be heard, okay, and then I wanted to go hear them. And so, um, and you needed for there to be people I there needed, so they would play. Exactly. <laughs> because they wouldn't play for just because you. Because they wouldn't play for just me. <laughs> and so it wasn't long after we had started our guitar lessons that mm-hmm. um, he, he said to me one time, Well, what are you doing, you know, weekend after next? And I said, Oh, well, I'm not sure yet. You know, why are you asking? Well, they were playing on um, a festival in Memphis. Okay. And they were going to be the backup band for Guitar Shorty. Okay. And so Guitar Shorty was being smart as to not carry a traveling band all over the United States. So he would pick up a very capable band 
in the particular area or region where he was. Okay. And they would learn his music. So um, I said, oh, wow, well, you know, that's cool. You're going to play in Memphis. He goes, yeah, well, I wondered if, you know, maybe we could all load up in your car and you could drive us. And I went, oh, okay, well, um, I'll see what I have going. And I, I didn't have anything going. And so, of course, I was highly honored that I would get to carry them to Memphis, which is, you know, kind of convoluted because most people would go, oh, man, you mean you want me to use my car and drive you off Memphis? Hitting the road. I was hitting the road. <laughs> and so we loaded up in my car and uh-huh. we didn't have to take all the equipment, which was great. And we went to play. And then, you know, we were supposed to stay over because we each had our own um, hotel room and Bernard decided he wanted to um, come back and, and I said well wait a second he wasn't tired and I said well I'm tired and I would be driving but it worked out he he drove back which was fine because he was wide awake and used to drive in late hours so at first that was out. in 2005 so that was my first road trip wow actually being a roadie and being backstage and taking pictures of the crew and all that kind of stuff. And by the, I, I was I was stuck. I was addicted. And it's all Bernard's fault, then. It's all Bernard Jenkins' fault, and I'm saying that often. And I tell but it was at that point that several other people started saying, "Well, you know, why don't you why don't you book us? Book me." So I thought, well, you know, probably need a company, a real mm-hmm. company, so I can have business cards. Sure, you know, you yeah. Can't, just put nobody on my business card. So well, <laughs> you could, but <laughs> could have, I could have just had my name. But anyway, I thought I need a company. And there was another woman here in town who was interested in being a part of a company, but right. she soon had to move away for issues. And but when we were she talking hit the road. About, she hit the we road. We had a thing going here. But when we were talking about <laughs> names for the company, she wanted to, to name it something with blue eyes involved and I went Oh, wait. I don't, yeah. No blue eyes. Mine are blue. Yours are no. not. And so I said, I think Hit the Road is a better representation. I, I do. Because I want my musicians, if it means more money for them or recognition, I want them to hit the road. But I want to hit the road, too. So uh, I settled on Hit the Road Entertainment, and that's how that got started. I, and it's Bernard's fault. And it's all Bernard's fault. Yeah. And, and I'm still, I can't believe he wouldn't play for just you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's about you got him bookings and, oh, no. and hit the road and everything. So, oh, no. um, that's an amazing story. I love that story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way. And so now all that's kind of, you, as you say, in your rear view mirror. And it's all, all the doctor's offices, scheduling surgery, all of that being in an office. All in the rearview mirror. All in the rearview mirror, folks. So the, I just I love how you came to be um, Miss Hit the Road herself, Miss Peggy Brown. Thank you. We are so glad that you all joined us for this episode. Thank you and for joining us. And you can reach out to us at this email address, htrprb at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any ideas you might have about what we're doing or any suggestions about where we might go or someone we might interview. As we are hitting Hitting the road road in Mississippi. Mississippi.